Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, I'll what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 136 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in a chilly rack shack, Chuck. What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, the gas kind of died on us, didn't it, bud? It did, it did. That's going to happen on those big jobs. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? What's new? It's been a little bit. Oh, man, I'm just, you know, I'm hanging out. It's good. I'm. Yeah. It, we're in that weird, like, in-between off-season where, like... The tweener. The tweener. You can do some shed hunting. Water's still holding. Mm-hmm. You can do some scouting. Would rather wait until all the sheds are off. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost turkey season, but not quite. It's like, it's yeah. that horrible in between, man. Man, Timmy, uh, dude, has just sent me a video tonight, tonight of an, a 10 point still holding. That's crazy. It's Both actually sides. funny. I was driving home from my dad's last weekend. Mm-hmm. I saw two separate bucks in on the road. Both had both sides. That's crazy, man. <laughs> it, especially since there was a lot of the population of deer that had dropped like December. Yeah. December, early January, when it got real cold, they were dropping like crazy. And then all of a sudden, it's like if they held on past that, the weather got good. Yeah. The foraging was still there, you know, because we didn't have a good acorn crop. Not, so you not thought, tremendous. You know, that yeah. these deer weren't super, super nutritional. And, you know, I don't know. But we got that early cold snap, though, too. I don't know mm-hmm. if that had something to do with it. I remember seeing guys back in gun season and even in Flintlock, they were shooting them and yep. antlers were falling off. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking this year was going to be like super early for shed too, hunting. Man. They're just, they're hanging on. Yeah, I don't get it. I It seems like every year I'm I'm talking about a deer in March or almost April, and it's like, well, how do they still have antlers on their head? 
And they're waiting for those nubs to literally push them off. Yeah. At this point, yeah. You, you know, they don't have a whole lot of turnaround time. We're usually looking for those pop cans mm-hmm. coming out of their head in turkey season. We're going to see them still holding, apparently. Yeah. Oh, here comes the guy. The man, the myth, the legend. Let's get Joe Marcello on. All right, bring him on. Hello, you're on the Way to Distraction podcast. What's up there, Monica? <laughs> We what? meet again. <laughs> we do indeed, sir. How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm Excellent. good. Excellent. Good I'm, to hear. I'm killing two birds with one stone right now. I'm talking to you guys, and I'm charging my phone uh, in my truck. That sounds there awesome. You go. That's yeah. not the only two birds you kill. Oh, never mind. We'll get into that. Get oh. at it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're meeting on better terms this time. Forget all that deer talk. Forget all that stuff. It's finally here. Yeah. We're this talking is, about it's turkey. About, it's about time you guys finally seen the light breaking into it for you here chuck has been like you know he's been he's been itching lately he's got that going on he wants the turkey season to come and i think it's finally here i think it's finally here for podcasts yeah i've been stoking that fire sending them some updates <laughs> the last uh month <clears throat> yeah i've been hearing huh you're not kidding man talk about you know just full on stoking the fire full blast (laughs) (laughs) i mean dude you've been making me jealous over and over again today was unreal though i feel bad sending you all these pictures i don't want (laughs) to seem like like i'm trying to brag or anything i just i don't have a whole lot of other diehard turkey hunters that i get to share this stuff with other than my uncle and he lives on the eastern part of you know clear on the east side of pennsylvania so listen you're the closest one let this be clear for you and for all people if you are in a season somewhere and you're killing stuff, send it to us. We uh-huh. want to know about it because this, we, me and Chuck were just talking right before you called. This is that weird in-between where we don't really have too much going on and we're both like, we want something. We need to see <laughs> something. And like you being out there and getting it done right now is like yeah. bananas, dude. Yeah, when it comes to turkeys, I, I'll be your huckleberry. Don't you worry, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you can always rely on me for uh, that little bit of turkey content. Don't worry about it, man. I love it. I appreciate it. Hell yeah, Yeah. buddy. Hell yeah. We're going to get into that. We're going to, we're going to bust. We don't want to keep you too long. We know you're, you're down in your truck in Mississippi right now on camp. You're, uh, you're looking for another bird. We'll just go ahead and tease that. We'll let him go into this. We're going to tease that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much more to talk about before that. And since we last seen you on episode 120, mind you, was not that long ago. I mean, 16 episodes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. What was that in September or something like? I think it was September, I believe. Uh, August, September. It was. It was. It was warm. It was too warm. It was warm. You're right. I don't. I don't remember. I know we were talking about deer for some reason. That's all I know. I don't know why. I don't know why we were talking about that. <laughs> the only thing I can but, remember is we had a guest appearance from Christopher Walken. So I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I was curious if you were going to bring that up. Oh, dude, I totally uh, forgot that was you. I totally I forgot that was you. <laughs> Must must not have been that good of an impression if uh, if uh, it was, you didn't remember it was me. It was good. I just know that Austin didn't record it, and it's not a sound bite, and that's one I, part I, mean, I really regret. I was hoping I could hire him and he could do our new intro. Mm. <laughs> we'll get. I'll I'll give you I'll give you some new stuff before this one's over. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so fill us in, man. You gotta you gotta fill us in from the last time we talked to you back. You know, midsummer. We'll call it late summer. I don't know when it was. But we'll assume that it was late summer. What what has been going on since then? Uh, just you know, did some whitetail hunting. 
Um, didn't have any luck. Shot a few branches. Mm. Um, so that's just kind of buying my time till the spring. So just pretty much been constantly thinking and planning this spring out. Um, I went to my first trip of the year was about three weeks ago, I believe, the last weekend of February. I went to uh, Utah and uh, with a, uh, a buddy of mine that I'd met, uh, Mr. Tony Hudak. He's actually the, the first guy from Pennsylvania to complete the U.S. Super Slam, and he was actually the, the fifth guy to ever do it. So he's been at this a long time. So we got to share camp together in Utah, and, uh, you know, we got there, and uh, – first morning um we both shot uh a merriam so beautiful looking bird um was a quick hunt um that was technically the last weekend of their fall season it wasn't their spring season yet but it's like the latest season i believe in the u.s that's open till you know that's closest to the when majority of the states kick off for the spring so it was just like a nice little bonus to squeeze that in at the end of february um went out there and not a whole lot to really talk about. I mean, I got there and I, I shot the bird at like 6:50 a.m. So, <laughs> not to, not to like, you know, I can't. I don't have this elaborate story of everything that went down. It was pretty cut and dry. A bunch of birds. Let's back it up. That let's back it up. That you, you got you got to Utah. I mean, did you do any scouting or did you just pull in the parking lot in the morning and go out and you killed a bird at 6:50? No, no. We had a ranch that we leased for the weekend. So okay. Um, you know, so give me the nitty gritty, man. Idea. Give me the you pulled in the in the driveway. Yeah, I mean, when you yeah. when you make a trip to Utah, there's a lot involved in that. I mean, a lot. Yeah, I mean, we all we had to obviously fly out there. We didn't drive, so you know, we booked our flights. We had about a four hour drive, and we got there. We got to our motels, went and checked out the property the night before, and uh, went there in the morning and got set up. It was beautiful out. There was a lot of snow they had previously just gotten, so that was really pretty. I mean, the mountains there were beautiful. It was not I've never hunted anywhere like it. Um, it was really beautiful with the snow. And uh and that was pretty much it, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. I, I got, like it. So did I you kill him, I mean, the, right off the might, roost? You might have the you might have the wrong guy for this stuff if you're I mean, I have a better story. This last this bird today was a much more uh you know, it was a very good story, and, and Charles will have he's included in this as well. So <laughs> I played a part um, in it. <laughs> but what were you What were you saying, Austin? Oh man, I was just I I would just say that that's all good. I mean, I I I dig the story so far, man. I know it was a quick, short one. We're gonna get into a little bit more detail. I'm gonna slow you down. I'm gonna slow your roll on this next one. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna bebop into it. But I'm I'm very excited for you. Congratulations on the bird in Utah, yeah. man. That's that's pretty freaking oh, epic. You. Did yeah. you guys roost them the night before or anything like that, Joe? No. no. No, we didn't roost them the night before. No, we didn't really need to. You could you could see them in the trees. I mean, oh, really? there's only a few there's only a few big cottonwoods, you know, on this ranch and they're just piled into that. So mm. we didn't really need to roost them. Plus, you know, it's technically like I said, it's still the fall. They weren't, you know, crazy vocal in the evening, but we actually did hear some gobbling. Uh, during the day, which I was very surprised about. I mean, we probably heard maybe 10 to 12 gobbles throughout that first morning. So wow. that was just an a- added bonus. I was I was expecting to hear none, to be honest with you. But, I mean, place was loaded with, with turkeys. I mean, it, it was so easily saw over uh, over 100, probably 120 birds throughout the day. Holy. Unreal, um, man. Yeah, it was, it was, 
it was like nothing I've ever seen. It was really cool. So break um, this down kind of logistically for me. How would one go about leasing a private property for like a weekend in Utah? Like how did this whole trip kind of come about? Come about? Like, is this something that you had planned on well, for a while and you knew what you were going to do exactly? Or was this something you kind of like threw together last minute? No, no, it had been planned for about a, almost uh, six, seven months. Um, so interestingly enough, so I, I, I had saw somebody put a post on Facebook about this property in Utah and I messaged the guy and I'd asked him about it and he said there was a two person minimum. So I was like, okay, well, that's, I'm kind of out, out then. I can't do it. So last year, the last hunt of my season was in Michigan, which I think you guys remember. And, mm -hmm. uh, that's how I ended up getting hooked up with, the. Uh, Tony. Um, so, you know, we got each other's information and, uh, just through texting back and forth, you know, I don't know, last November, something like that. I had told him, he'd asked me what my plans were. I told him I tried to go to Utah early, but it was a one person, two people, two person minimum. He said he was trying to find a place in Utah. So we're like, okay, well, let's just go together then. So it kind of, you know, all the, cards kind of fell together for that one and we were able to go which was pretty cool because i didn't wasn't going to be able to go because you, you had to go with somebody else and yeah and it I just never crazy dawned on you to, to call me right i mean that just never <laughs> dawned on you to just pick up your phone and text me right no comment <laughs> Right, it was great talking to you, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Get this guy out of here, man. Get him out of here. <laughs> Chuck, I don't know, man. It's not details. like it's not like oh. I'm asking you to like go on a road trip, you know, three hours away. I mean, that's kind of a lot to ask of somebody. You know, it's an expensive flight. It's time away from family. I don't know what your work schedule is like, but you know what? You're you're 100 right. And the next time that ever happens, you'll be the first person I call. I apologize. You're right. I, mean, I, I owe you an apology. Don't don't get me wrong, Joe. This this Tony seems like a way cooler dude, and and I know the the a little more about this story and what came of it. And uh, yeah, I'm really glad you went is. with him. He definitely is. He definitely is cooler. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Thanks, man. But either way, I owe you an apology. That's all right. You, you know, I I well, totally understand. Probably for more than one reason. <laughs> So we, we, we just kind of teased it though, because some things did happen out of Utah. And I, I know this logistically is probably a pretty big feat to get this thing done and get out to Utah and kill a bird and everything else. But, you know, I, I kind of want to know what, what is Utah turkey hunting look like? I mean, is it super mountainous? I mean, the area you were hunting, I know I saw some of the pictures, absolutely gorgeous. The part of Utah I was in was very mountainous and it was just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've been out west to hunt big game, but it seems like everywhere I've gone, it's either been like somewhere in the plains and you could always see the mountains like, you know, way, way far off. So this was the first time I actually got to hunt in that kind of setting. And it was absolutely beautiful. And I, like I said, there was a lot of snow. So that, to me, that made it even more beautiful just because, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it just adds to that. So, um, oh, I like it. yeah, it was very, very mountainous. Very mountainous, okay. first turkey in the snow, first Merriam, mission accomplished. So out of curiosity, you said, you know, you guys didn't really roost any birds the night before, like as far as gobbling, but like you could just see them in the cottonwoods. They just stuck out like a sore thumb. 
I mean, oh, yeah. are you saying this was one of the easier hunts you've done, or do you think it was a lot more difficult than you're kind of leading on to? No, it was extremely easy. I feel like anyone could have did it. I'm not. I don't know. It, it okay, wasn't. I'm just I'm just asking. I'm here to ask the questions. No, no, it, it's they're on a pretty strict pattern this time of the year, as far as from roost to to what little feed there is. Um, so it was pretty much just a waiting game, and my waiting game lasted about 35, 40 minutes. That's so crazy, man. Tony, Tony, sh- Tony shot his around 10:30, so um, a little bit of a longer wait, but still, I mean, that's you know it was it was pretty easy obviously it would be a different ball game in the spring right um but um it was it was uh i wouldn't want every hunt to be like that by any means but it was an experience and you know that's the way i the way i look at it is you know i might not have earned that turkey that day but i've earned it in the past from all the times i've got my ass handed to me by them so for sure that's kind of the way i look at it when i get an easy one so i earned it on a different day yeah, I can dig that. There I mean, it, they humble everybody once in a while for being, you know, quote unquote, a dumb bird. They, they, I mean, they've hanged mm-hmm. me my ass a couple times. So, uh, yeah, I get I don't, it, man. Anybody, but, anybody who calls them a dumb bird hasn't been doing it long enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, man. Um, so, out of curiosity, you said you might, you figure it would be maybe a little bit more difficult in the spring. That being said, you said there were only so many roost sites. Do you think that still is an advantage in the spring, or do you think that they would maybe just spread out so much that it would be a lot more difficult? I think it would still be an advantage just because of the roost sites. I mean, it's typically like that out west. I mean, when I was in Nebraska, you know, three years ago, there was only a few trees, and most of them were piled in there, and that was the spring as well. So that that really narrows it down if you're going out west as far as roost sites. I mean, that, that helps you isolate it pocket-wise if you can – you can find the trees, the turkeys are going to be in it because there's not many big trees out in some of those states. But I don't think they would be as congregated. I don't think there would be as many piled into the same trees if it was a spring, but I could be wrong too. I mean, what the hell do I know? <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Man. Now, now problem. tell me a little bit about post hunt because I know I had received some pictures from you, not only some great kill pictures, but then uh, you got a little gift after the hunt. I thought that was really neat to share. What did I get? I can't remember. Come on, man! You ruined my whole my whole moment there. With, with <laughs> yeah, the, I know. Uh, you, I, I, I'm, you got drawing a, a, I'm drawing a blank. You got a book, didn't you? From oh, somebody? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Tony. Uh, Tony was in a book. Um, I forget <laughs> the author's name. Give me, hey, cut me some slack, man. I'm sleep. I'm sleep. I'm. I'm sleep deprived. I just slept in a tent in 25 degree weather last night. I'm about to do it again tonight. So, Chuck, yeah. listen, you're just, talking to my man all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Your tone's all wrong. Say it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Is your mother so? Oh, I'm gonna piss that, myself. That sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. Just <laughs> it's in. It's staying in. Oh, I got tears in my eyes. That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm anyway, sorry. before I was interrupted by Chuck, <laughs> I got a, a book from Tony. Tony, after we got home, Tony had mailed me a book that he's he's in. Uh, he did not write it. I forget the author's name, but the name of the book is Turkey Men. There's two volumes to it. He's in volume one. Um, it's on the first six uh, gentlemen who completed the U.S. Super Slam. So, and they have a chapter for each hunter 
and just kind of give a rundown on how they got in the hunting and some stories and their journey through the U.S. Super Slam. And so that was that was very nice of them. Looking forward to to reading it. Obviously, jumped straight to his chapter. But um, yeah, so anyone who wants to check that out, uh, Turkey Men Volume One. And I do not know the author's name, but thank God for technology, you'll be able to figure it out. I will link it in the bio. There you go. There you go. Make it easy on you so you don't have to look while you're sleep deprived in that tent tonight. Yeah, you know how I am with social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's putting it lightly. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Nah, man, that was an awesome way to kick off the season. And I, I feel bad today. I even forgot that you even had that bird in Utah when I was like, hey, man, that first one, you know, it's it goes by so fast. And then you're like, yeah, that Utah bird. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I almost didn't even want to say anything. I kind of felt like an ass. Oh, no, it was funny as hell. I was like, oh, right, that's right. And then I, I just totally played it off. I was like, oh, that one doesn't count. That was technically a fall bird. So your first spring yeah. turkey, you know. Was it February, though? Yeah. Yeah, but it's still fall yeah. bird. Yeah, I guess. Come on, man. It was yeah. the fall It's still season. winter, technically, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Come okay. on. Yeah. All right. I think, it was, awesome. I think it was February 25th or 6th, I believe. Whatever right. the last legal weekend of Utah was is when it was shot. Wild. Yeah, it's absolutely so cool. wild. <laughs> and here we are today. So Mississippi, a couple me, things had to fall in place for this trip, though. Yeah. Yeah. Break it down yeah. entirely. I, I want to start you off, All right. you know, right. I'll try to do a better job. You're okay. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, so I'm uh, just trying to take advantage of the time I have. I'm still off of work right now, which is great because it's turkey season. Thank God. Um. So I found uh, through the interwebs, um, did some digging and contacted an outfitter and called them and kind of, you know, see what their MO was. And they had told me that they had a about 2000 acre big timber lease that uh, I would be able to hunt if I wanted to. And, uh, you know, there's no lodging or food or guide or anything like that, which is fine with me. I'd rather just kind of, you know, take the handcuffs off and let me do my thing. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, trying to save a few bucks, I asked them if I could camp out on the property and they thought I was crazy, but uh, I probably am. But uh, so that's what I'm doing. I got I set up my camp um, yesterday. I got here yesterday. I was about eight and a half hour drive from Columbus. I was uh, spending some time there with uh, Kara, AKA Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> my lovely girlfriend and uh drove down here yesterday set up camp uh did a little bit of scouting and figured out where i wanted to set up this morning and i don't know where you want me to go from here if you want me to dive into that or if you got more questions is it really only eight hours from columbus to mississippi northern mississippi yeah it yeah. still just seems like it would be a lot longer than that it doesn't, doesn't seem it? that bad i mean that's yeah. not that bad but then again he is coming from columbus i think when i looked it up and i was columbus isn't that far I, it's not it really isn't but i was thinking initially into mississippi when i thought about doing this like four or five years ago when thp had my soul they had, they had my soul and i was like dude i'm driving to mississippi and i'm going i think it was only maybe 10 or 11 see in my mind it's like 12 or 13 hours like it's a yeah. drive you it, know it just it depends where you're where you go in the state obviously but yeah definitely it's, it's yeah if you're coming from home it's definitely a haul i mean i was happy that eight you know eight and a half hours wasn't too terrible 
Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, cool beans. Well, you got your you got your camp set up. Where are you going next? You going out and trying to roost some birds, and what do you got going on? Um, yeah. So last night, like I said, I yesterday afternoon after I got camp set, I did some scouting, and uh, tried to roost some birds, but I didn't really push too far into the property because where I was scouting at, um, there's a little bit of a clearing and a logging road, and you know some real soft clay type dirt, and there was just lit. It was littered with tracks, so. I didn't want to push the issue and dive in there last night and, you know, screw something up. Cause I tech, you know, I don't know where the birds are at. So I kind of laid back, hung back a little bit and just listened, honestly. I mean, I, I think I did one owl hoot and that was it. I just let them kind of do their thing on their own. And there was, it was dead quiet. Didn't hear any gobbles, but just like I said, based off of the sign I saw on that road, I knew that's where I wanted to at least start a good starting point. You know, I don't know what time of the day they were hitting that road, but obviously they were there at some point. Um, so I started there this morning and got set up and about 6.30, a bird fired off maybe a hundred yards from me. He, he was pretty, he was pretty tight. So that was a good start. Obviously, you know, I was just happy to hear him gobble because you hear horror stories of birds never gobbling in Mississippi, mm -hmm. especially since it was so cold last night. Like I said, it was about 25 degrees, you know, it was probably low thirties first thing in the morning. I, I wasn't expecting them to really start talking until it warmed up a little bit, but he was hammering good for from six 30 till about nine 30. He was, he was gobbling. Um, so like I said, set up on him initially, I was within a hundred yards, so I didn't move. I was close enough. Um, just the way the terrain was, I really couldn't push any closer. Um, he flew down. I heard him fly off the limb, and I was expecting him to come my way. But next thing I know, I hear a, a gobble down in the uh, valley, and he's he's walking away from me, going to the end of a uh, a spur on a ridge. Probably get one, you know, just out onto that point to to gobble down to those bottoms. Um, and he did that for a while. I just tried to wait him out. He started to work his way to me again. Same thing, went back to that point. So then I pushed a little bit closer in and found out why, which I assumed anyway. He was with a hen, especially this time of year. So I could hear a hen going off. Um, she was calling pretty aggressively, actually, and he was just hammering it right back to her. Um, and they just kind of worked off after that. You know, it, was, it got quiet around 930. Nothing was going on. So I retreated back to my spot watching that logging road where all those tracks were and i just set up shop there for probably about two hours um i want to i, I want to like cut you off just real quick i don't i don't want to keep going into this real quick yet i want to i want to kind of pick your brain about this morning set a little bit and then we'll go right back into it um okay. so when this bird flew down were you were you calling at him at all or were you just kind of sitting silent kind of figuring out what he was doing no i called to him a little bit so you know just some some tree yelps very soft stuff um when he was on the limb, I didn't want to over call to him because I didn't want him to hang up on the limb and expect me to come to him. So right. I just can kind of gave him a little bit and, you know, gave him something to think about. And that was pretty much it. Like I said, he flew down and then he went his own way. So yeah, I kind of had a feeling that he might've been with some hens or he might've been going to hens, which he was, um, you know, I found out that, you know, within the next hour or two, but yeah, he was with that hen. Did you uh, did you do any battle royale with that hen at all? I did. I called a little bit to her once I realized that <clears throat> she was with him. You know, it could go one or two ways. She's either going to come or she's going to take him, you know, the opposite direction and go away from you. Um, 
she actually did come towards me and they were probably about 80 yards away, but they were just over a roll in a hill. Oh, no kidding. And yeah. And, you know, I just sat there, nothing happened. I just trying to wait them out, see if they were come, come over that crest. They didn't. And they must've just worked off into that bottom. Um, and then I just backed up and like I said, got set up on that road and wait and, you know, just decided to try to wait them out. I can dig that, man. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like deer hunting turkeys, but mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes you just, that's what you got to do. And they weren't talking and the sign was there. So just try to be patient and, you know, yeah. I, I still got a couple days, so I didn't want to burn through there and blow everything out in the first morning. No, I think this is a great tip for a lot of people and especially a lot of new hunters or the, uh, you know, a lot of people want to do that run and gun style and they get so caught up on, I got to be moving. I got to go. I got to chase. I got to do this. You know, like you said, you only, ha you, you had a few days. You're, you're morning one day one. You're just trying to figure the place out, you know, uh, trying yeah. to get an idea of where the birds are, how many birds are on the property. You know, there's sign there, you know, they're moving through there. When are they coming through? Is it, you know, hens, whatever. So doing what you did is, is more or less uh, a tactic for, someone who is on a property for the first time who knows there's a bird in the area and he's hot there's hens in the area there could be you know other turkeys just on the next ridge coming to them at any time yeah. so you know yeah. that all and plays there, into there was, it oh yeah definitely and there was multiple uh gobbler tracks on the trail as well as hen tracks so i right. knew that they were coming through there so it, it was just a kind of matter of trying to figure out what time of day that was and mm -hmm. i did figure that out today so <laughs> You sure did. <laughs> I know I, uh, I woke up early and, you know, got my coffee, went to work and I was thinking about you today and I'm like, man, I haven't got that Joe text yet. You know, it's 7am, eh, nothing yet. 8am, nothing yet. I ah, didn't think about you for a couple hours, went to let the dogs out. I was about 1120 and I was like, oh shoot, I got to text Joe and see what's going on, man. I haven't heard anything yet. And I, just kind of reached out to you, see what you saw, and you kind of explained that entire morning to me. And then from there, it sounds like all hell broke loose. It pretty much did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm kind of kicking myself. I mean, I'm thankful the way it worked out. If it didn't, uh, I probably wouldn't be able to talk to you right now because I probably would have <laughs> shot my phone. <laughs> but uh, so oh, no. what had happened was, yeah, yeah, I, I it happens to everybody, but. I don't like it to happen to me ever, but it did. It's stupid technology. This is why I hate the internet and all that, everything that goes into it. Too much distractions. You don't need distractions in the woods. The distraction is so real. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, distraction is real. <laughs> so I, you know, I was sitting there, like I said, I was set up there for about two hours and, you know, we're in, it's an hour behind here. So, you know, I realized uh, I did that, not I, know that I didn't, I didn't text you know, Monica, AKA Kara at all. And I was like, well, I should probably check in with her, let her know I'm okay and see if anybody else texts me. So I, you know, I texted her and set my gun on my lap and then Charles texted me. I saw his text. So I got my gun on my lap. I got both hands on my phone with my head down and I'm texting Chuck. And the next thing I know, I hear walking literally right behind me over my left shoulder. Oh, I just, I just freeze. And at this point they're 10 feet to my left. I mean, it, it was stupid close and I just kept my head down. I don't even know 
what the sex of the bird is at this point. I just see two bodies going past me. So I let them get past me a little bit and they get to about 15 yards and I slowly pull my head up and it's two long beards and they're standing there looking right in my direction. Oh my God. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I just drove eight and a half hours (laughs) and I'm going to, and I'm going to blow this over a stupid text message to me, to this guy, that, <laughs> to this guy that I, this guy that I barely know. You're taking <laughs> selfies, weren't you? You were selfie and so bad. Uh, yeah. I don't think there's one. I don't think I've ever taken a selfie in my entire life. <laughs> don't you lie to me, Joe. <laughs> oh, so at this point, the jig is up. I mean, they're looking my direction. I don't know how they didn't, they didn't bust out of there immediately. So I'm, looking at them they're staring into my soul it feels like so i slowly slide my phone into my lap at this point they're still looking right in my direction so i i, I mean to me it looked like they're looking right at me so i slide my phone in my lap and then just run my hands down my stomach onto the onto my top of my legs onto my gun click my safety off and i'm just looking at them they're not moving so i just slowly pulled my gun up one of them started putting a little bit walking in circles the other one just stood there and put it on his neck and squeezed it off at 15 yards and and, and shot him i don't oh, know how man. it's an absolute Good it's an absolute, absolute miracle because <laughs> i don't know how they didn't bust me because this was an old bird too so i i he's seen it all before i don't understand it but thank he god a maybe man? his eyes Maybe his eyes, maybe he's got cataracts or something because he's so old he can't see. That's hilarious. I might have just, I might have just done him a favor. Who knows? <laughs> I well, don't know. Kind of, kind of tell me about the bird a little bit, man. Like we didn't talk about it with the uh, the Utah bird, but you know, give me a little bit of a rendition of what he what he is. Give you know, give the audience a little bit of a rendition. Give me spurs and beard and what his yeah. fan looked like, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yep. ButcherBox makes it easy and convenient to get the highest quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef, organic free-range chicken, heritage breed pork, and wild-caught seafood without any antibiotics or added hormones delivered straight to your door. For me, I love their ribeye steak with a smoke and reverse sear, their tender belly bacon, which is some of the best uncured bacon on planet Earth. ButcherBox partners with people, small farmers included, that treat their animals in the best possible way and never give any added antibiotics or hormones. When you join, you choose your box and delivery frequency. You can cancel at any time without any penalty, and ButcherBox delivers amazing and fresh meat right to your door in a 100% recyclable box. For a limited time only, get free chicken nuggets for a year and 10% off your first box when you sign up today and use the code WP. That's a 22-ounce bag of gluten-free organic chicken nuggets in every order for a year when you sign up at butcherbox.com forward slash WP and use the code WP. I took all the measurements and the weight today because I have to fill out my uh, NWTF form to submit this for each state. Um, So he had a 10 and a quarter inch beard and inch and a quarter spurs on both sides. Slammer. And he weighed he weighed a whopping sixteen pounds, sixty two ounces. That's Jake size, man. So, <laughs> that is an old bird. Holy smokes! Yeah. Wow. That's, an That's old bird. awesome, though. That, yep. 
So do you feel like maybe he was a little bit smaller in the weight category because it's still winter ish. It's not really like spring spring yet. It's possible it, yeah. I mean, I'm not a biologist, so I don't really know, but hmm. just from what I've heard and read before that, you know, when you shoot those long spurred turkeys that are lower in weight, they typically have some age to them. Yeah. Like I said, whether there's truth, truth to that or not, I don't know. I don't really care to be honest with you. He's a, they're all, each one's a prize to me. I don't, I oh, don't totally. you know, go around oh, bragging. Right. bragging. I shot one with inch and a quarter spurs. I, I could care less if he's a, you know, an adult gobbler, you know, they're all the same to me. It's a trophy. So, right. Well, that's, yeah, man. Beautiful I, bird. Beautiful, I, absolutely beautiful bird. Beautiful country here. It's I'm really, really, really thankful for that bird. This, this one really meant a lot. I would have been really beating myself up if he did not get that turkey today, and it was my fault. I'm not going to lie to you. I would have really it's not your fault at all. Up. It's not your fault at all. It's be my fault for being a jackass and looking at my phone when I, <laughs> I called 15, 20 minutes prior. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad it worked out, man. That is freaking awesome. I just couldn't believe now. And this is the real time of where this all happened. I look back today. The last text I sent him was, well, hey, man, at least you got one dialed in. Just keep keep at it or something like that. It was our time, 1124. I'm letting the dog, 1127, I get a FaceTime from Joe. I think he just butt out. To be honest with you, I thought he butt out me. I'm like, well, I'm going to answer this. Why not? And he's standing there with a dead turkey. <laughs> it's amazing. Three minutes later. Yeah. Dead this turkey. Is not fabricated. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? What in the yeah. hell just happened? I'm honestly not proud of it as far as, you know, getting caught on my phone. So I definitely, I'm not, you know, proud of it. So I wouldn't lie about it. Yeah. No, you um, still should be you, proud you of it, man. You got it done, man. Apparently you're just a damn ninja. Yeah. That's, I mean, that is what it That's is. That's what it is. Well, listen to this. This is even crazier. Okay. So I was talking to my uncle last night and he's a diehard turkey hunter, very successful turkey hunter, learned everything from him. He told me last night, he said, oh, you're going to shoot a bird at 1030 tomorrow. I said, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll let you know. I, sh- I pulled the trigger on that bird at 1026. Yeah. <laughs> yeah how, about how, that? how weird, how weird is that? That's just wild. So he, he told me that tomorrow I'll shoot one at like 905 or like 11 AM. So he's, he's, um, he, if I shoot one tomorrow, he should probably go buy a lottery ticket like honestly man or he should just start charging for those predictions yeah. i mean he can buy God. me a lottery ticket if he <laughs> wants I'll, I'll venmo some money and he can you know somehow get it but that'd be yeah, great it's like no sure like no sure thomas over here turkey thomas <laughs> yeah that's why I, I called him i was like what kind of sorcery did you pull last night <laughs> <laughs> holy smokes man that is wild though i mean that's just one of the yeah. odds of that yeah. happening and you don't hear very often people going down and, and doing what you did in mississippi man i mean that is definitely a tough state if if you had to ask me, and I've never hunted Mississippi, but from what I've gathered over all the people I've watched and listened to. Talking to Bonds and all yeah, those guys. Yeah, all the guys. I mean, talked to a lot of people. I've listened to a lot of people. I would rate them in the top three hardest states to go and kill a bird in. Far none. Mississippi's top three in my books. You know, it's like Mississippi, South yeah. Carolina, um, maybe Southern Florida, to be honest. I don't know, but that, that's what S- I would say. Southern, Southern Florida. Um, Arkansas, just because there's ah, not a very yeah. big population of turkeys. Yeah, obviously, you know, uh, and Louisiana probably from what I okay 
logistically speaking, Nevada. Yeah. Well, logistics, yeah. Nevada. Yeah, Nevada is very hard um, just because it takes a long time to draw a non-resident tag, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard to get. And then you pretty much have to find a landowner that has tags, which is next to impossible. Yeah, and you're locked into that land, which is crazy, too. But as far as, like, the turkey hunting, the actual turkey hunting difficulty is what I'm basing that off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. Not logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of, you know, yeah. even with Arkansas, yeah, there's like no birds left in Arkansas. That You can't really count that state. You know, yeah, obviously it's difficult, but, um, you know, I, I still think Mississippi's up there, man. Top three, for sure. For sure, toughest, so. Yeah, and, and I was, I was, you know, obviously, you know, just talking to, you know, talking to my girlfriend before I left, and I told her, you know, like, this is, this is going to be a tough one, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, from what I've read and everybody i've ever talked to and you know i mean i wasn't coming in here defeated i mean i was coming here ready to ready to go and get oh, yeah. after them but you know and she's like hey just you know be positive which is it's i'm kind of a realist it's kind of hard for me to, to you know <laughs> kind of just goes in one ear and out the other but there's definitely some truth to it yeah so i well, tried to to maintain that so she was right and you know it's it's still a wild turkey is a wild turkey they don't know state lines so that's Mm. something to keep in mind too they don't know if they're in mississippi or if they're in you know nebraska they'd have no idea so true it's still a wild turkey just tried to keep that in mind and coming here and not not try to do anything differently or you know be hesitant and anything and you know just just try to play it smart play it cool and it worked out. I did a real good job of trying to botch it, but <laughs> <laughs> your your approach today kind of makes me think of like uh, in a in a boxing aspect or a a fighting aspect professionally. You know, you know, you got when you got two big dogs in the ring and they kind of just they circle the ring, sizing each other up the whole time, right? They're throwing little jabs. They're not moving in there. Nobody's getting super aggressive right off the bat. I feel like that was almost your approach today, where me myself, I probably wouldn't have made the same. I probably would have got super aggressive because I may even made a comment today with a with a guy who's like, "Hey, you know, what can I do for a super pressured turkey on um, blah 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 and do this?" And I'm like, "Look, man, turkeys are only pressured after they're hunted. It's opening day. These birds haven't been pressured. They're not hunted yet. They're not pressured birds yet. Get aggressive, go get them." You know, and that was kind of my advice because I like to hunt turkeys that way. That's my way to hunt turkeys. I like to be aggressive. I tur- you know, I turkey hunt my way, and that's it. But I've also had to draw back like you did and kind of pick and choose your battles, and you just have to do whatever you have to do to kill a bird. At the end of the day, that's what you're going to do. And whether it's sitting there on that, you know, on that two-track for four hours or whatever it was going to take, you know, I like the way you sized it up today. I think that is invaluable and i know i said it earlier but it's invaluable we're going to go back to like that lesson of you sometimes have to do that to get get it done and i'm i'm, I'm pretty proud of you man i really am that's you i told austin hey i'm like this guy's killed two birds in the last month he hasn't even hunted until noon yet like <laughs> that's that's impressive man <laughs> it is and, and i know you're you're joking and you're saying like oh i tried my best to botch and stuff you're very humble and i like that about you but there might have been a little luck involved, but at the same time, I feel like you you kind of did do your homework a little bit. You went in, you did some scouting, and you found the area you mm-hmm. wanted to be in, got on birds in the morning, and you know you were trying to figure it out, and it just kind of fell in your lap a little bit. But that still goes into you being 
a solid turkey hunter. So, I mean, all the props to you, man. Two birds so far this year. Most people aren't even thinking about their season starting yet, <laughs> and you're already too deep. I mean, that's that's pretty months. unbelievable, dude. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for the, the kind words, Chuck and Austin. Appreciate yeah, you change. guys, and enjoy uh, sharing these stories with you guys. I don't get the whole lot of people I get to talk to about this. Well, you're, yeah. you're always welcome to come on, man, and... You know, it, whether it's deer hunting or it's turkey hunting, it's going to be turkey hunting. From <laughs> it's going to be turkey hunting, but yeah, I, I'm cool yeah. with it, man. I like it. You're always welcome <laughs> to come I, on. I even. Shoot, a, shoot a booner or something. That yeah. would be cool, too. That would be pretty cool, I guess. But, you know, if it's if it's rut and you want to talk about turkeys, you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that come November next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll have that like, one solemn that tear. Uh, get this Joe guy out of here. The turkeys, really? <laughs> this guy's deal. This guy needs to get a life. <laughs> it's good though. Dude. So I, I know I you're like you're chasing the. Uh, so technically, you're chasing the Super Slam, right? The U.S. Super Slam. Uh, yes. The forty nine, yes. the state. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, that's pretty exciting in itself. And how many states are you at right now? I'm at nine. That's awesome. It's pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's baby steps. You got to start somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I didn't even plan on doing this. Uh, the first time I, I read about it, I, I think I literally told myself that there's no way in hell I would ever do anything like this. Like, I think one is just you don't feel, you feel inadequate. Like, you know, it just sounds like insurmountable. Like, I'm not good enough to do that. So, you know, that's probably not a good way of thinking. But, you know, I did. I mean, I don't I, didn't think I was good enough to really do it. And I might find out that I'm not, I don't know, but, um, just started, you know, trying to extend my season a little bit over the last couple of years and traveled to a couple new States, you know, with no intention of really doing this and had some success and it just kind of got in my blood. Like, it's just, there's nothing really like it. Just hitting the road, traveling and Turkey hunting, going somewhere that you've never stepped foot on. And then when you're successful, it's, you know, kind of just puts more, more fuel, you know, to the fire. Um, and now, now I'm, I don't want to do it any other way. Um, yeah. and then now it's, it's just kind of taken off. I think I got six more States. I'm going to hunt this spring before it's over. Um, so it's, it's going to be a busy, it's going to be a busy year, but you know, if you, if, if I don't get one, Hey, that's, that's hunting. You're not going to kill one. The first time you go to a state every time, it's not realistic. But, you know, I'm going to give it hell. Heck but, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's pretty cool. And not only that, you know, it's just amazing that by chasing the wild turkey, the places you get to see. And, you know, you're traveling the country and you get the turkey hunt. I don't know how it gets, I don't know how it gets any better than that. So it's not, it's not just all about killing and it shouldn't be, you know, it's, it shouldn't ever be a, a blood sport. You know, I try to show them as much respect as I can. You know, I'm not throwing them around on the ground and throwing them in the bed of the truck you know i they deserve more than that i mean you just took you just took their life so you know they deserve the utmost respect and i try to treat them that way so it's just it's just really cool that you know by chasing a wild turkey you get to travel the country you get to meet new people different people see different things so i'm hooked and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a shot i'm gonna do everything i can so i'm pretty hard-headed so i'm sure i'll finish it at some point when that is, who knows? You know, like Lord it. willing. I, I like it, it, man. Well, it's one hell of a commitment to really, you know, go into this slam. And 
Uh, I know Chuck eventually wants to kind of do it. I, 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 it might be on my radar. I give you guys props for wanting to do it. I don't ever see myself doing it. I'm kind of like a stick around the tri-state area kind of guy mm-hmm. as far as turkey hunting. But, um, you know, I, I, I really do. I find an interest in it because it's something that like you don't hear guys being like, oh, I'm going to kill a whitetail in every state because it's not possible. I mean, you can maybe go and hunt a deer in just about every state, but it's not a whitetail thing. Like turkeys, it's it's specific, and guys that are into it are super duper into it, and they go into it. And I lo- and I love that, and I love that you're showing respect for the bird, and it's just it's it's really nice, man. I yeah. I love the concept of it. I should yeah. say, and the reality of it too, at our age and where we're at with the turkey population, and it's only going to get harder, to be honest. For sure. Um, you know, but I, I yeah. think uh, talking with some other guys, you know, the 49 states by the time you're 49 years old, I think that's more of a realistic kind of way to look at it for for me. You know, that gives me 17 years to get it done. Honestly, I think that's not even enough time. That's that's going to be tough in itself. But, Joe, I heard you also mention that you, uh, you recorded in NWTF. Is that something that goes along with the U.S. Super Slam? Is that, is that why you recorded with NWTF? Hey. I mean, as if you want your, you know, if you want to make it, I guess, quote, official, gotcha. you know, all they all they do is just your name would go on the site. There's a lot of guys that have completed the slams and never filled out the paperwork. They still did it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's not taking anything away from it just because your name's not on a list. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of OCD, so I just, you know, I got my routine and I, I – them out and you know i think it's like 15 dollars though a, a freaking bird to Holy. submit so that's probably a lot of the reason why guys don't do it but yeah you know it, the money goes to a good cause you know so it goes back into the you know what you're taking you're giving back a little bit you know so um so yeah just fill out the paperwork and it's pretty cut and dry and uh and then they just record it and then you know if you were to do like a grand slam it's the same deal they got a, ch- a box for each subspecies and fill it out. Your name will go on the, on the website. And I don't, I, I don't know if they send you like a pin or something, maybe something like that. You get a little, little souvenir. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just figured if I'm going to do this, I might as well just make it official and why not, you know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, yeah. Joe, we don't want to keep you like, on tight, buddy. Um, I don't want to cut you off either, but I know you're, you're just dying to crawl into that cold sleeping bag and and get some sleep tonight because i know you're going to be after one in the morning um if if you got nothing else man we can cut it here for you and and give you a little bit of a break and <laughs> send you off to bed but before we do that you're gonna have to give me some advice on florida man i'm going in two days you know i i'm, I'm gonna need some advice what, what do you got for me less is more mm, you did say that to me once i like that one you got you got anything else yeah no, nah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's situational. <laughs> it's situational. You just got to read the room and see, you know, check their temperature. If they're right. hammering it, then, you know, get a little bit more aggressive with them. If I would always just, you know, start soft in the morning. Don't overcall them in the morning because they'll just hang up. But it's also a wild turkey and they'll do whatever the hell they want. So, you know, I don't know, man. I'm not like some turkey guru. I don't want I don't really know what the, what the, do, I, exactly do I need to call do. your just, uncle? Yeah, you probably do need to call him and ask him what time you're going to kill one so he can, <laughs> nah, he can just, figure that out for you. Yeah, I'm just messing with you, man. But no, that's just, funny. Uh, just just stick with it. It's it's hot. It's it's like a jungle. So I know you're going a little bit farther north than mm-hmm. I was, so I'm not exactly too familiar with the terrain and what it's like. 
but you know i know where i was at it was pretty hellacious so um hey just stick with it man and and uh be persistent and patient be patient if you can that's hard to do but yeah it's valuable valuable in the turkey woods no oh, that's 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 awesome man i definitely appreciate that you're the best and uh good luck tomorrow man good luck on the rest of your trip and rest of your spring we'll catch up with you again here towards the end and obviously continue to send me those uh those pictures and text messages i really appreciate it oh yeah i will thank you uh i'll let you know how it goes tomorrow and uh thanks austin thanks for having me on it's good talking with you guys as uh as usual and uh we'll be in touch absolutely man good luck the rest of the spring keep in touch and you know maybe we'll get you back on at the end of it and see how those other six tags went yeah yeah hopefully uh hopefully i got some more uh, good stories for you guys all right brother i love it all right guys have a good night you too bud see ya see ya man hello Hello. (laughs) and that's it (laughs) i'm glad well a huge thanks for uh joe marcello coming on the podcast what a freaking start to his season man joining us live from turkey camp how about that (laughs) in mississippi that boy is hunting tomorrow does it get any better that's pretty sweet that's pretty sweet (laughs) Hopefully by the time this thing airs, he may or may not don't you have been uh, on his way back or to another state. Okay, perfect. Okay. See what I did there? I don't want the TGs to come. No, out. no, no, no. I actually almost tried talking him into going to another state okay. since he had okay. two and a half days left of his trip down yeah, there. Yeah, he's got another tag. But though. nothing else is open. Yeah, yeah. So That's the yeah. thing. He was stuck. Don't be silly. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> all right, you're right. There's no other states open. That kind of that kind of stinks. Yeah, you know? yeah. But. Man, what a, you date him back to last year. Now the stories he's told us, how many in a row now he's killed opening. It's pretty wild. First morning. Yeah. Last year I think he did it twice, if not three times. This yeah. year twice already. I mean, the boy, he's on to something. He's got a lucky turkey foot up his butt. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. Got one of them gizzards up his butt. Maybe one of those mini ones like he found in West Virginia last yeah. year. <laughs> Smallest turkey foot ever. I'm pretty sure it was a pheasant. It might have been. I don't know. Yeah, I it think was in a creek bottom. It was a little it weird. It was in a weird spot. It was a, don't get it me was wrong. suspect. But the spur on it. Yeah. It was, yeah. I think that's a dead giveaway that it was, that it was a it pheasant. Was, I was yeah. just messing around. But, but dude, I really thought that was a turkey foot when I first found it. It was like, freaky. This the coolest it was petrified. Thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. Hilarious. I man. had that in my truck for the longest time. And I thought, honestly, I thought it was bad luck. And I think I threw it out of my truck because. I wasn't killing anything. It was like a Ouija man. board. You just yeah. it. it ends up back on your it. dash. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm going to my mom's house. And I'm looking for a pheasant foot tomorrow. I'm going to find it and I'm going to put it in your truck. I'll kill you. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, awesome. That's what it felt I'll like. I'll pack I'm it like, in your bag before yeah, you get to Florida. I'm not kidding. I got it out of my <laughs> truck bed and I killed after that. And it, 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 Dude, that was in there a long time. That's freaky. I put it back in after, I think. Good googly <laughs> Oh, boy. But yeah, yeah, super, super shout out to Joe. And, you know, we're going to keep this turkey thing rolling. But first, we do need to thank our our partners. Uh, we have incredible partners. I mean, first, really start do. with Scree, man. Talk about just an unbelievable company to be partnered with. Absolutely. You know, they, they invite us down to work with them and help them out, the Great American Outdoors show. And, you know, you're you're rocking it right. I'm rocking, rocking it right, right now, now too. You got the uh, the Mad Trapper hoodie on right now. It looks do. good, man. I do, and you're wearing probably could be someday my favorite piece is that Guardian uh, jacket. It's it's chilly in here. It is chilly. And I am here. toasty. As I can hell, see my man. breath. Yeah, we can see our breath in here right now. <laughs> I I feel like I'm on a beach. 
Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm not cold, but if I had that on, I know I would be toasty. Toasty. Yeah. Warm. See, you thought we were going to have a heater, and so did I, but I just brought it back up. Yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but they do have, you know, right now, even the 300 Merino hoodie is That's the, the deal, uh, deal of, the of the week. Yeah, pretty awesome. Great price on that right it now, is, by yeah. the way. And, dude, they're always running great sales, great deals. Just take advantage of that, guys. And if you don't want to, guess what? You can always get 20% off with our code WDP20. That's beautiful. Boom. Secondly, this is going to go directly into our spring giveaway package. VIP You're archery. First right here, boys and girls. Oh. The VIP archery. We are going to give away some guillotine broadheads. We have the Gobbler Guillotine X broadheads that I spent a little time talking to Matt Futere the other day. I'm jelly. I bought one set, one single gobbler guillotine, and he sends me a whole package and he goes, go ahead and give those away to your listeners. How I cool is that? that? He's such a cool dude. I man. didn't ask him for it. I didn't, you know, nothing. He just... I say it every time. We got to get him back on, man. He's so cool. I, I love that guy. I spent a lot of time talking to him. Like I said, we were on the phone for an hour and a half and, you know, really catching up. It's been too long since the last time I talked to him and... We, we will. We will get him on again someday yeah, when he yeah. is good and ready. But right now, he just needs your guys' support to go out and, and buy some some of his stuff. He wants to get these things in your hands. That's why he's very willing to do the giveaway. He'll be involved in our, our spring giveaway, obviously, but also our giveaway in the fall that we do. Definitely. Uh, with some packages, probably, of the combat veterans. So, Best broadhead out there, man. Heck Hands yeah, down. Man. Hands heck down. yeah. So. These gobbler guillotines are absolutely awesome, but, yeah. I mean, come on. Those, those combat, combat veterans are nasty. It is an unbelievable broadhead. This bad boy's going to ride my quiver. I got the regular gobbler guillotine, mm-hmm. but guess what's loaded? Two of them right in front of it. Combat what? veterans. Oh, yeah. They're my bad boys, Bubba. Yeah, that's why I, I I don't know. I might carry two in the woods with me this year. If I miss, I'm just I'm sending a combat vet at him. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> I love that. I love it. But we're going to give away to three winners. We're going to do uh, Gobbler Guillotine X, and we're going to do some calls from uh, our last partner, ANF Custom Calls. Yeah, we'll give you a Gobbler Guillotine X and a call. You can, uh, when we message you, you can tell us what you want from them, and we'll mm-hmm. get everything shipped out. We'll do three of them, and yeah. uh, it'll be pretty sweet. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. We are going to, we'll announce that all on our, our social medias. I'm, I'm sure you're just going to have to follow each of those three or two partners, and then our, us, and uh It'll draw coming out on like April like 14th ish, right before our season. Give you guys some time to get them and, uh, you know, maybe shoot your bow a couple times and take it out this year. Yep. There you go. But, uh, you know, other than that, man, I, I got a trip coming up here in a couple of days I'm really excited about. You do. Where are I, you going? I can't believe it. I'm going to Florida. I will have my back against a tree Saturday. Good for you, Can man. Can you believe? I will be listening to this on an airplane somewhere Friday morning. Heading to Tampa, and I can't wait, man. You gonna get a layover in like Seattle? No layovers, <laughs> straight flight down, two Se- hours. Seattle to Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> no, my luck it would be New York over to DC, and then back to Chicago, and then down to Florida, Los that's, Angeles. Yeah, that's that that's there. more or less the way flying has been for me lately. I but, like it. Uh, hopefully, smooth smooth sailing. I get down there, <laughs> no no hiccups get my gun and everything else. But, and if at the end of the day, if I just get my body down there, 
the guys I'm going to be with, that's going to be enough because they will make it happen regardless. That's going to be cool, man. That's mm-hmm. going to be really cool. <clears throat> I'm hoping you guys have a great time, have a good turkey camp, and just enjoy it. And, you know, I yeah. hope you, more than anything, I hope you have good weather. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cold. Uh, for Florida, it's going to be cold. For me, it's going to be warm. <laughs> it's going to be uh, 42, I think, opening morning, which is pretty damn chilly for flight. It seems like every time, and I'm not kidding with you, every time but once I've been to Florida, there's been a cold front down there. You know, when I went down there deer hunting, remember it was 30 degrees, 28 degrees first morning. Like I bring cold weather to Florida. It doesn't I don't matter know, what man. time. I was of just year. there in February. It was like 90 degrees every mm-hmm. day. It was yeah. beautiful. I saw turkeys. I heard turkey gobbling. Oh, that's awesome. It like, oh my gosh. I got out and slammed the door. Yeah. Shot gobble. <laughs> I was like, oh, I turned around. There were three long beards. It's so there. awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's what it was 24 here today. It warmed up a little bit when the sun came out, but you know, 42 low, high at right in the mid 60s. When you talk about Pennsylvania turkey hunting, that's pretty ideal for the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, you I know what it. I mean. Yeah. That's pretty ideal. That's what I look for, and hopefully, it'll keep the bugs down uh, and slow the snakes down. <laughs> Slow the critters down, man. Slow the critters. The more I think about it, I get a little nervous. But at the same time, I'm obviously not afraid of snakes. I go snake hunting. You know that. But when you're not looking for them and you're not paying attention, I know how I get when I'm chasing birds, man. It's like you zone in. I I could easily sit on a snake against a tree and get bit in the butt. Just watch where you're stepping, Bubba, and spray everything down with permethrin. Yeah, I have to do that tomorrow. It's going to be a nicer day here tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to spray everything down, hang it out, and I'm going to run it through the wash cycle one time. That way it doesn't smell like permethrin in my bag the whole way down. Like, you know, I don't, I don't want them to, I don't want any issues with TSA. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any funky smells. I want no issues. I want to go in, check my two bags in, get on the plane, fly down, get off the plane, pick up my luggage. And after that, I can breathe and I'll be, I'll be good. Until then, I am going to be so on edge, man. It's unbelievable. Oh, no. I hope they don't find my gun that shoots drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, uh, is this an owl hooter? <laughs> of all things, they're going to stop me for it. It's going to be the dang CPAP machine. You wait and see, man. It's hilarious, yeah, man. Oh, go figure. <laughs> Either way, man, I'm stoked for you. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Make yeah. us some content, bye-bye. I, I will. I will. I'm going to do my best. You, you know that, but... I'm just looking to have some fun. It's it's going to be exciting. We're going to have three states in. I'm going to have three states in prior to the Pennsylvania opener. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, that's that's not something I've said before. So I have one. Yeah. <laughs> one. <laughs> it'll be good. Yeah, it will be good. It'll that's going to be a fun I'm excited one. about it. All right. Until next time. Distraction's real. Oh, I switched it on you. I know. I was <laughs> expecting it. <laughs> Switch cheese. It was good. <laughs>